You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. guys, welcome to another episode of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. It's your host, Michelle Marie. How are you guys doing today? I hope well. So I have another amazing episode lined up for you today. It's all about productivity, some tips, some tricks, and some tangible things that you can walk away with if you've been feeling overwhelmed, if you've been feeling like you sit down to work on your coaching business and you're not sure what to work on all those things, and really how to maximize our time. Because as we know, time is our most precious resource, something we can never get back once it's gone. And so really finding those fringe hours, those pockets of time as moms, wives, partners, spouses, managers, all those things, all those hats that we wear, it's really maximizing the time and putting forth the best effort and kind of fighting those feelings of, and admittedly, those feelings of, wanting to maybe just watch Netflix and how do we fit it all in? How do we watch Netflix and work on our business and really keep that balance? And hopefully that's not a trigger word for you because a lot of the times it's hard to balance, like keep everything on one scale. However, you want to make sure maybe not that you have balance, but that you have satisfaction and all those buckets of things that are important to us in our life. So before we dive in, I want to read you the review of the week. This is a five-star review coming from Lindsay 900. And she says, an amazing resource. I absolutely love listening to Michelle. She has such a talent for explaining things and she's always willing to go the extra mile. She truly wants everyone to succeed. Thank you so much. I'm loving that review because it's so true. I really love helping others. That's one of my core values. I think as a coach, if you're listening to this, that's also one of your core values. So let's spread the love. If you are liking the show and you have Apple Podcasts and you have an iPhone, please pause this, leave me a five-star review, and I will feature you on the next show. So I want to help you stay organized. I want to make sure that when you sit down to work on your business, that you know what to work on and how to best spend your time and do those things that are going to be revenue generating activities and not like social media scrolling activities. And then all the mind drama comes in because you start doing the comparisonitis and the imposter syndrome kicks in. I know I've been there. So I want to teach you a few things so you can get focused, get organized and stay really, really productive. So there's really five things you need to do when you sit down and get focused. And this could be, you know, long-term goal planning. This could be just getting focused on what your next week looks like or even your next two days. So first things first, I want you to set an expectation for yourself and a a timeline. From there, you can create a plan. You know, there's distractions everywhere. So my number one tip for you today is going to be reducing distractions. I'm talking about our phones. I'm talking about when our TV is on in the background. Anything that can have your eyes or your brain wandering is a distraction when it comes time to handle business and get in the zone and focus and work and get some actual things done for your business. That's going to actually make you feel good when you get up out your chair. So reducing distractions, um, there's a few things you can do. Obviously, 
You can turn off the TV. You can put do not disturb on your phone. I use it actually quite often on my phone because you would be so surprised if you start to be cognizant of the fact that when your phone dings, we're trained to go look at our phone. Actually, if someone else's phone dings, what do you do? You reach in your pocket or your purse and you look at your phone. It's just something that as a society with having a computer in our hands at all times, we have to almost untrain ourselves to do that. So the best way to do that is to put on the do not disturb on your phone. Also creating some space. I mean, there's times where like between the hours of 4 to 7 p.m. in my house during the week, I try to stay away from my phone. I got my mom and my mother-in-law calling me a lot, so I'll answer for them. But I really try to have my phone away from me because, again, if it's around and I hear a ding, I mindlessly will look because that's just what we're trained to do. Now, when it's in a different room and I want to be like really present with my family, I'm making dinner, I'm doing odds and ends, I'm helping them with their homework, I don't want that distraction. And the same thing goes for when it comes time to sit down and work on your business. My next secret to maximizing productivity is single tasking. So that is the exact opposite of multitasking. There's been studies that show multitasking is not effective. It's not as effective as you think. And I know a lot of you out there might be like proud multitaskers, but I want to challenge you guys to focus on one single task. Now you can do multiple tasks in a sitting. So let's say you're sitting down to work for like 45 minutes to 60 minutes. Go ahead and tackle three things. I'm just saying do them one at a time. And you know your multitasking is ineffective when you have multiple tabs open on your computer. You're trying to scoot back and forth between two things. And I get it. It takes time sometimes to open up an email or to like run, like I'm talking about my nine to five, when I'm running analytics or running a report and I know that it's going to take a few minutes, I want to squeeze every ounce of time that I can during that sit down session I have. So, you know, that two minutes, I can easily get distracted or, oh, let me go here. Let me check an email real quick. And the next thing you know, 20 minutes went by and that thing you were waiting to open on your computer is now open, yet nothing's been done. And you got distracted and you were trying to multitask. So you have the best intentions. However, I want to make sure that you practice single tasking. And the best way to do that is to pick no more than three things to get done in a single day. And that can be both life and business things. You know, I always try to do one I call adulting thing a day, which is like pay a bill, you know, make an appointment. Like I just got ding that I have to schedule my eye appointment. So that'll be like my number one thing to do tomorrow. Then I'll maybe record another podcast episode. So the thing that I do is no more than three things on my to-do list. Because if you start to do more than that, guess what? You get overwhelmed. And all of a sudden your to-do list is 10 items deep you get, um, at least I do, I start to look at that list and get overwhelmed and it makes me shy away from even wanting to get one thing done. Because when you cross off one thing out of 10, it's like, well, I have nine more things to do. This is never ending. And let's be real, our to-do list is never ending. But if you were just to focus on three things for that day, and it can be something as simple as, like I said, paying a bill, making an appointment, like a five to 10 minute thing, make that one of your to-do list items and I promise you will feel so good to just cross that thing off. Now, if you really do have 10 things that you need to get done in a week, let's say you're going through a launch and you know that you're in creation mode, right? And you're working with clients at the same time. That's fine. Have those 10 things, but keep the top three things on 
your to-do list. And I like to call it a focus list. I have a current focus list with no more than three things on it at any given time. Then I have a future focus list. It's all those other things that I'll get done eventually and slide in once I take care of one of those top three things. Okay. Another secret to maximizing productivity, and this has pretty much been a game changer for me too, is batching my time. So what that means is doing one task over and over and over. So for example, I'm recording this podcast. I could record the podcast and then I could edit the podcast and then I could write the blog post for it and then I could do the images for it. Or I could record in 25 minutes instead of like taking care of one thing from A to Z. I could go ahead and batch three episodes and then the next time I go to sit down, I'm writing all the blog posts for them. Then the next time I go to sit down, it's the graphic night where I'm creating all the graphics for everything I need to. So batching feels really good because it increases creativity, it increases productivity, and it really helps to eliminate those feelings of stress, overwhelm, and procrastination. So here's some homework for you guys. I want you to think about the certain tasks that you do in your business every day, every week, and every month. Sit there and jot down all the things that you do consistently to stay visible, to show up, to train, to teach, to sell, all those things. I want you to start writing down those repetitive tasks because those are the exact things that you can start to batch. It's like especially when we're new, one of the things that is the biggest question for new coaches especially is, okay, I have these five hours that I've created in my schedule now. What do I work on? What do I break up and do for those five hours? Well, this is it. And it's so different for everybody. Are you going through a launch mode? Are you creating a program? Are you trying to get your first client? Depending on what your end goal is, you reverse engineer that and you say, what are those tasks that lead up to that big goal? So if you write down the big goal on the top of your paper, and then you write the five things underneath that that will support that goal, that's what you work on when you carve out five hours or two hours or whatever it is in your week, okay? All right, so I want to give you an example of like what working in batches actually means in me for my business. So for example, I have 30 minutes that I will do once a week give or take. Okay. And on a good week, when I have 30 minutes, I can write two weeks worth of Instagram content. And those pieces of content aren't just going to live on Instagram. I will try to reuse that as much as possible by repurposing. And so the other places that I show up are on Facebook in my Facebook group. It's www.createyourdream.biz. I show up there once a week live and I do Q and A. I dive deeper into podcast topics. So if you guys aren't a part of that group and you're an avid listener, I will invite you into the group. Go ahead and join me. And so what I'll do is I'll like content create. And then I will use that content everywhere I show up, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and in my email. So that one piece of content that I created shows up everywhere. So I'm not constantly having to rewrite the book and come up with all these new concepts because that is so overwhelming. So a good way to do that is to go to Google and print out a calendar, like a sheet for the month and pick the day that you want to show up wherever you show up on your social media platforms and think about a topic that fits in with your brand, with what you teach, um, what you feel so passionate and strong about 
and I want you to write down a topic on you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, let's say, write down the topics for that month and then go ahead and create that content, set a timer, and then repurpose that content where you show up. And you don't have to be everywhere. So if you only play around on Instagram and maybe Facebook, like two things, or maybe you're not on Instagram, maybe you just have your email list and a Facebook group that you've been nurturing, that's cool. Just make sure that you are working smarter and not harder by repurposing that content. Okay, so another thing is if I have 50 minutes, let's say, or 45 minutes, instead of sitting there and jumping from item to item to item, I'm going to maybe work on email creation for those 45 minutes that I've carved out for myself, let's say, every Tuesday night after the kiddos go to bed. In those 50 minutes, I can write, let's say, five emails, so 10 minutes per email. What did I just do? I just went ahead and batch created a month's worth of emails because I send them typically one time a week. And I've even spent the time to upload them into MailerLite. So that's how I want you to do it. So just to repeat that, pick the repetitive things that you're doing on a regular basis in your business and try to batch them together and create like Monday nights can be content creation nights. Tuesday nights can be email creation nights. So you start to see what that looks like depending on what your needs are in your business and where you're at. The last strategy or lesson that I want to impart to you guys for being productive, and this is probably the most important one, and it's so simple, but it has to be said, it's implementation. It's actually sitting down to do what you set out to do. And I get this so hard because I'm an ideas person. I can come up with the most amazing ideas But if I don't sit down to actually take action and implement them, they're just ideas. That's all they are. They are just good ideas. And as entrepreneurs, as really passionate people who love helping others, those ideas, they come a lot. But how many of those ideas actually have you followed through with? And what would happen if you followed through with just one of them? Okay, so you have to write into your schedule the implementation time you know, the head down, writing out the the ideas, taking action. And that's when you start to do that, that's when the inspired action comes over and that passion really kicks in. There's been times where I've done pop-up Facebook groups with challenges that have led to clients all from inspired action because I got this idea and I acted on it right away. So implementation is so, so, so important. Now there's different ways going back to batching your work. Um, There's one that's called the Pomodoro technique, and that is the Italian word for tomato. And that's because, you know, those tomato timers from back in the day. So that's where the name comes from. But really what it is, is a 25 minute increment. And there's been scientific studies that show 25 minutes is a really good batch of time to sit down and lose yourself in the work and get focused and get things done. Then after that 25 minute period, it goes on to say to take a five minute break which I really do enjoy doing. And I have to sometimes peel myself out of my chair or from behind my desk to do it. And sometimes I don't do it. But when I do, I'm so glad I did. And that five minutes, you guys, it goes by so fast. So that could be like getting up and stretching, um, you know, checking your messages. It could be going for a quick walk. It could be just getting some sunlight. It could be like a quick meditation. It could be whatever. It's just really getting up and getting out of the environment you were in during that focus time. Then after you do that, you set the timer again for 25 minutes, work, work, work. 
Um, when that timer goes off, you'll be surprised though how fast that time goes. So do not feel bad when you sit down and do a task like write an email, one email, and then that timer goes off on your phone and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even done with this email. That's okay. Get up, take the break, sit back down. And this is a really good exercise too, you guys, because you can start to capture how long it really takes for you to do a task versus how long you think it does. It's really good to determine, okay, I think I only take 25 minutes to write an email, but it actually takes me 50 minutes to write an email. So you need to build in the appropriate chunks of time. And you're not allowed to feel bad if it takes you longer than you expected. I think this, everyone that I work with as clients that do, that does this technique and this method, they are always, me included, so surprised at how much less time they give themselves to complete a task than what it really takes. So this is a really good eye-opening exercise as well. If you go to sit down and you're not sure how long it takes you, set the timer and make it like a game. How many Pomodoros did it take to write two emails? And if it took you like three Pomodoros, that's fine. Try to challenge yourself the next time and make it two or something like that. Um, so just to recap, so you write down your task and your plan. You set your timer for 25 minutes. The bigger the task, the more Pomodoros you're going to need, and then you work it. You give yourself a five-minute break, sit down for another 25 minutes, and then the last step is that you take a 20-minute break. Um, this is really good, too, because that's when you get your snacks. That's when you get your lunch. Maybe you do a quick stretching or yoga session. Um, you know, call your mom, call a friend. Um, this is so, so, so important to stay productive because a lot of the times we are really like workhorses where we will sit down for two hours and sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's necessary, but I want you as much as possible to give yourself these breaks because it's really going to refuel yourself, your mind, and your passion to get those things done. So again, using this system for a few weeks to get into flow, it's going to start to feel really easy. Those tasks that you know you need to get done You'll also notice an increase in your productivity, which really, really feels good. You're going to look back and know how many pockets of 25-minute Pomodoros it takes you to complete those specific tasks, those minimum viable things that we need to do in our businesses every week, such as showing up once a week on Facebook, such as writing three Instagram captions a week, if that's where you like to hang out. Working on your website, you know, our, a website is never truly done, is it? Like there's always something you can tweak or change. Looking at your Google Analytics, tracking how many subscribers you have, you know, creating that freebie, all of these things will start to flow and feel easy when you time batch and when you know about how long it takes you to complete those tasks. And again, you're not allowed to feel bad if it takes you longer than you thought. And again, just to reiterate, you have to implement and you have to focus and shut off the technology because it's such a distraction. And I think if we do these things, you are going to definitely realize that, first of all, you're amazing and you can do anything that you put your mind to, especially when you get focused and just do these really simple things that I've laid out for you today. And by the way, you guys know this. I say this all the time. I'm an ENFP. I'm an Enneagram 7. So it's like fun rules over work a lot. And so I have to make things really fun. I have to make it feel fun and easy for me to sit down and want to do it because 
again, there's Netflix, there's cuddle time, there's, uh, you know, going out with friends, all these things. It takes a concerted effort to fit it all in. And this is how I'm able to fit it all in. So I hope this helps. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this today. Again, I want to invite you into my Facebook group if you're not there already. I give at least 60 minutes of free business coaching in there every single month. My Facebook group will not be free forever. So now is the time to join. I do Q&A sessions. Like I said, I will answer your questions inside of 15 minutes. And I also do really fun giveaways in there from time to time. And I share lots of amazing resources. We dive deeper into podcast topics and everything in between. So just head on over to www.createyourdream.biz and I'll see you there. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.